You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. I'm just, I feel kind of like I'm, like I'm on the set of a movie. When I walk out, but then it's weird because it's my actual life. Mm-hmm. And so I'm not really sure what to do. Like, this it really is a new animal for me. It is. Like, I mean, I've been in this spot for a long time. It's like a whole new cast. It's a it's a brand new cast. Same show, different cast. Yeah, different <laughs> cast. It's uh, basically I'm on the second season of Sons of Anarchy. And uh, I'm not quite sure how to deal with this part of it. So I'm, I'm going to need some advice from people on what to do. Okay. I'm going to have to bring this up. Maybe you can help me. Maybe you can help me come up with a plan. It would be my pleasure. Okay, thank you. I like coming up with plans. Hello, everyone. This is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dillon. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network, then available via podcast all over the internet, wherever podcasts can be found. And thank you for finding us. Uh, first off, as usual, big thank you to everybody who goes to our website, funemploymentradio.com, and clicks on that Amazon link oh, right boy. there at the top of the page, with your, whether you're on your mobile device or your, your Kindles or your computers or whatever, what have you. Well, Greg, let me tell you, I'm celebrating the Amazon link today by going to FunEmploymentRadio.com and clicking on the Amazon link because I got new headphone pads today by going to FunEmploymentRadio and clicking on that link. And it is so trippy because it feels like I have a brand new pair of headphones Uh and it's kind of throwing me off. It's a big day. It's... You know, if you spend every single day with a with a pair of headphones strapped to your head, sure. it is a big day. Yeah, no, it is. Yeah, it, I agree. It's very. It, I forgot like what good headphones sound like. Uh-huh. It's kind of throwing me off a little, but I'm very excited. But you would not be able to enjoy this experience I had you not, not gone to funemploymentradio.com <laughs> and clicked on that Amazon. That link. is so true, Greg. So there it is. I mean, it's just it's a it's a wonderful it's, wonderful thing. You know, it's a game changer. It is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Change your shopping habits now <laughs> with the game changing way of going to funemploymentradio.com and clicking on the Amazon link. <laughs> I, I don't know if I'm making that sound good or not. Anyway, go there and do that. Uh, we've Everything got, sounds good in these headphones, Greg. That's good. Okay. Exactly. That's how it works. Uh, and we have a ton of stuff to get to today. We've got some special guests joining us. The Portland Beardsmen shall be stopping by, and uh, they will be discussing their their awesome thing that they do every year for Mother's Day mm. of delivering flowers. Um, in tutus. In tutus. I, I'm assuming they're still doing the tutus. They're, they're maybe they've changed. doing the tutus. Maybe they've changed it up. No, they're, they're doing the tutus. Okay, they're doing the tutus. Yeah. I tried to uh, you know put a little mystery into it. No, anyway, they're going to join us here in just a little bit and talk all about that. And uh, and I want to get back in and explain what happened here for me over the weekend with uh, at my house. But I do want to just give a quick recap and thank you to the Bridgetown Comedy Festival, which was all last weekend, or uh, well, last week, really, last and week. last weekend. Last forever, right? Last forever. <laughs> forever. If you listen to our show, you know we did a whole bunch of interviews all week long, and even before that, uh, with Bridgetown comedians, and then uh, kind of celebrating Bridgetown Comedy Festival, the 10th anniversary. And Sarah and I were out and about at it all this weekend. It was a lot of fun. Too much fun, um, and I'm tired now. Yes, but it, it was. It, it was. <laughs> We're old. Every year, I feel my age a little bit yeah, more. Yeah, a little bit more. <laughs> but gosh, I mean, they did such a great job with it, and so just a just a shout out to them, and and a big thank you, and all of the awesome new people that we met over the weekend. Every year with Bridgetown Comedy Festival, I come away with, like meeting. You know, new friends. New friends, yeah. And you mm. talk to so many different people. And uh, so, hello, new friends. Hello, new friends. And thank you for joining us. And, uh, <laughs> and yeah, it's just a, it's a really, really great time. And, uh, and, yeah, just wanted to say thank you for that. And thank you to everybody that we met and hung out with over the weekend. Uh, Tony and Craig, we saw them quite a bit. Oh, and, yeah. Yeah, I mean, and, and then just everybody else that we talked to. Actually, uh, uh, Michigan Craig came and visited Michigan me Michigan Craig. Oh, did he? Mm-hmm. Came down to Landmark? Sure nice. did. Nice. Yep. 
and we uh, had a nice chat. Also, by the, can I um, also uh, just make a brief statement really quick? Okay. Because last week when we were talking, I had said this thing about how, uh, you know, I'm being trapped at the bar and like, like basically working at a place where people know where you work. Sometimes people show up and, you know, you can't really leave. Yes. And one of Sarah's side jobs is working, tending the bar at yes. uh, Landmark Saloon. At Landmark Saloon. Yeah. And so I said that. And so I didn't realize that people were going to take that like literally like I was talking about them. I wasn't. So I just want to state for the record because I've had a couple people ask me if they're like, like hey, I came to visit you. Is that weird? Does it, is that what you're talking about? It's not about you. It wasn't about anybody in particular. Just want to put that out there. Okay. It was just a blanket like it was a thing blanket you were saying. Thing, and then now it kind of took on a life of its own because I had a couple people approach me and ask him like, oh, God, no, I wasn't talking about you. This is, And now I feel like an asshole. She was talking about me is really what it I came down really to. I was really talking about Greg. So <laughs> she was referencing me. She tried to like put it into, oh, yeah, these people come by. Uh, really, she gets mad if I stop by there. So that's really what it came down to. You never visit me. No, I don't. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I see you all week long. Why would I want to go visit you on the weekend? Gross. Why would you yeah. want to see me on no, a day off? It's, nah. Yeah. It's Sarah That's off my day. time. That's that's my day. Uh, anyway, so there we go. That is out there. And But anyway, Bridgetown Comedy Festival, thank you so much. Um, so, yeah, we were there. You know, it goes on at night, and then we're we're kind of part of all these after things that happen. So, yeah, and so the after things, because we're not used to staying up very late. No, it's pretty late. It's pretty late because the after parties don't start until after the shows. Yeah, which means they start when I would be like going to bed. Yeah, usually, so you have to kind of retrain yourself to not be, you know, falling asleep at that point. Yeah, exactly. And so, so the day, you know, Saturday, I just kind of spent at home. Uh, you know, relaxing. I, I kind of wasted a really nice day outside, but I was just exhausted, and I knew I had a whole bunch of stuff to do that night. So, you know, whoa, whoa, whoa is me. Oh, great. You should complain the more. Sad, the tears that everybody's crying <laughs> for me right now. So anyway, I, I was hanging out at home. But, but here's the thing. on Friday. <laughs> right, yeah, I know. That's exactly it, too. So the the thing is with this. Now, I ha- I feel like I have to explain this. For long-time listeners, you know the deal. You know where I live. Oh, uh, but I do. I own a home in Greg, Southeast Portland. Oh, I have to explain God. it. There's a lot of people that don't know this. I own a home in Southeast Portland. Oh, For many, many years, uh, I had to deal with my meth head neighbors. So for about a decade, I, when I moved into my house, I had these meth head neighbors that lived there. Their aunt owned so the property. So they were property. neighbors that dealt and did meth? Yes, yes. They did both of those things. I don't Mm -hmm. think they made it there. They were very much lower on the totem pole than that. Yeah. But they did deal it. And, uh, I mean, they used to deal it right in front of my house. And, you know, and then over the years, I've had so many different run-ins with them. They had an aunt that owned the place. No matter how many times they went to jail, they would get out of jail because they never keep them there. They'd always have a crash pad. Yeah. Now, had they been, you know, smoking weed, I'm sure they would have stayed in forever. But no, they were dealing meth, so they got out. And so they always had a place to come back and stay because she would never kick them out of this place. And so I dealt with that for so long, you know, I became accustomed to it. As I've said, I plan on writing, you know, one of my memoars will be the uh, Tales of Urban Methods, where I can, you know, because I, I was, I it's kind it was of like, like a National Geographic. Method, like survival guide. It's like a field guide. Field guide. Field That's guide for the urban yes, method. Um, because I've I've observed them for so long and seen their patterns and the different types and the different characters. I understand the whole cast and how the whole system works. You know, the den of meth heads or a scab is what a group of them is called. How the scab like functions as its own like weird little mini society. And I can write a whole I could write a whole thesis Ew. on this on about okay. how it participates. And it could apply, I think, to any den of meth heads or scab. Excuse me. Uh, the colloquial term is den. Uh, so anyway. Uh, I had that for years. And then finally, that lady sold the property, thereby uh, kicking those guys out. But the property was then purchased mm-hmm. by another group and a, and a, different, a different type of 
person moved into this place next door. And I first noticed it. This happened last year, I think, is when the meth heads first left. And this new group of people, I noticed when they came in, I didn't really see a lot of people at first, but there were all of a sudden a ton of cars out in front of this place. And the one next to me, it's not a very big place. Mm. It's, it's, it's kind of a glorified shack, to, in, in all honesty. It's kind of a shithole. Yeah, it's a shithole. <laughs> I figured they were going to knock it down and build That's a condo. Exact, as soon as go you there. said like, that it was sold, I'm like, there's no I, way that another person can like, inhabit that, I that ass- place. I assumed it was going to be a condo that was going to go in there and it was going to be like four stories tall looking right into my backyard. And it still may end up being that. However, with this, so the, these people, uh, you know, I start seeing all these cars that were parking outside and they were all lining up. Various different kinds of cars, really nice ones, some shitty ones, mm. but ones that were way too nice for the neighborhood. Is there anything between like a Gremlin and a Mercedes? <laughs> like yeah, like a like, high end Mercedes or yeah. like a Porsche out there, something like that. Like something that in my neighborhood doesn't you don't really see a lot of that that basically looks like if if that kind of quality car is there that means that somebody has stolen it and that is where they have abandoned it that isn't anybody who owns it generally speaking that's what i would think too (laughs) especially if you saw the state of disrepair of this place that they're living in i'm like there's no way why would you have a porsche and still and be be parking there and living in a shack with like most of the windows boarded. this doesn't make any sense yeah literally the windows were boarded up Mm So I eventually, you know, got to realize that my next door neighbors were uh, Russians, and they in this in this city of Portland. Um, you know, as I'm sure it may happen in other places, there are rumors of certain criminal organizations that do exist here. Perhaps we know people who know people, and there's there's a lot of Russian gangs here. Yeah, I'm just gonna get down to it, like oh, yeah. Russian Especially, mafia stuff. Like particularly that's... Uh, as you get deeper into like uh, southeast, like oh, yeah. around around your area. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. It's, it's very it's very Russian gangstery. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it's true. It's it does happen, and I'm and not, it's not saying, like, and it's not like joking. Like oh yeah, they seem like it. Like it's it's full on fucking like the Russian mob. Oh yeah, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. Like no, no joke. It's the Russian mob. Yeah, that, but or, or, I don't know for sure. And I'm putting my hands up here. I'm saying I don't wink. I don't know for sure that these guys are part of that. They could just be normal guys over there. They're just a, it's an odd group. I'm protecting myself, Sarah. Okay. I don't, I'm not, I'm not saying they are. I'm just merely saying the behavior I've observed where I am, there is one guy who seems to live there permanently. And again, I'm right next door to them. So I, so I do get to observe a lot of what's going on. Mm-hmm. I'm just looking out my window. I'm being a responsible neighbor. Well, because they've been doing by... it for a while. Cause I remember like the meth heads would kind of go into hiding during the winter. And it seems like the Russians have kind of done the same thing. Well, they've done a little bit of that, but I mean, the thing is though, as far as who lives there is there's the one guy who lives there is a younger guy with a ponytail, always walks around with his shirt off. Um, like always. Yeah. I, I don't think the guy owns a shirt. He just walks around with his shirt off and then he'll have a couple of other younger guys that'll come there and they used to have their little bonfire they would light in the backyard that would last about 20 minutes and then they'd put it out, mm. which was strange. Burning body parts, yes. Yeah, who knows? Who knows what they're, what they're doing? But yeah, it would be like this huge flames, about 20 minutes and then put it out, go That's back inside. That's so weird. Yeah, very weird. Very weird. And there's one guy who will come over and he wears <laughs> – this is why, I'm, uh, why at the beginning I said it's like in a movie. This dude – is he has a full tracksuit. Like, I've never seen him. I've never seen this guy without a matching tracksuit, top and bottom. 
like different colors, but top and bottom matching tracksuit. And a, like uh, he got them from tops to bottoms. Maybe. Like like he got them from yeah that company tops to bottoms. Yeah, yes. Maybe maybe that's it. Which if you don't know what tops to bottoms is, yeah, I think a lot of people don't, don't know. To. It's you, discount clothing. It's like discount uh, like trashy clothing where like it has everything from like knockoff like Adidas to matching tracksuits to those hats which I've seen one of the Russians wearing a hat with like covered in like little dollar signs. Because it oh, has yeah, to be an aggressive, repeated pattern on, yeah. on the hat. Yeah. It just has to be. An aggressive, repeated pattern. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's, that is true. Uh-huh. Yeah, so there's, so there's all of that that's going on. You know, and, and the, that guy, the, the boss man, and I'm assuming he's the boss man, because he comes there and he yells at the other guys. He'll yell at them in Russian, and then the, the other two will, like, scatter and go Which, by the stuff. way, is there anything scarier than hearing someone yelling in Russian? German. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yep. German and Russian. You're right. Those are definitely... I think Russian's scary. I think if you rank the scariest languages on earth to hear somebody yelling, and I'm saying this, and I'm, you know, uh, Nibbler's a German name. I'm descended from Germans. Uh, Russian and German have got to be the two top languages. I mean, is there anything else that's scarier being yelled at you? I'm trying to think. And Maybe I... like really aggressive, angry Chinese? Klingon. No, okay, I'm talking about real languages. Oh, Klingon no. is a real language. We'll, look and we'll, oh, we'll, my God. we'll just leave that for okay. a different day. But I'm saying, yeah, German maybe because if you think of yelling Germans, you think of Nazis, and that mm-hmm. is a little terrifying. Yeah. But then also Russian, yeah, I, I don't know, man. It's a toss-up. It's, it's hard for me to say. Mm-hmm. Like the scariest language. Whew. I think German. When, when spoken angry and like yelling. When, yeah, when yelly. Yeah. You think German's scarier than Russian? Yeah, because it has a lot more like, like uh, more like, I don't know, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. staccato, like angry staccato. Fast, fifish, open, zip, but, but, yes. Yeah, mm-hmm. okay. yeah I, think, I think it's German. Okay. okay, all right. Well, there we go. We'll settle that. So German. <laughs> so the second most scariest language ever to hear being yelled. <laughs> and I'm, I don't know. You know, for all I know, they're just having a normal conversation. But he is yelling a lot, and it is in Russian, and I don't understand what he's saying. So, uh, <laughs> so that, that's kind of like the hierarchy. This is how much I know of going on over there. Over this weekend, we got a new guy put into the mix. And here's what happened. So generally speaking, and they have been kind of in hibernation, these guys have pretty much stuck to themselves. And they, they, you know, whatever happens over there happens over there. Uh, mind my business. They mind their business. No big deal. Like, I'm, I'm cool with it. Don't bother me. Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to bother you. However, over this weekend, there seems to have been a shift in the paradigm of what's going on over there. A shift is going on. And I don't think I like it. Oh. And the, the shift is this. Well, you know, Mercury's no longer in retrograde. Maybe that's oh when the God, shift occurred. Oh, my God. We're not talking about Mercury retrograde. Maybe that's, you know, things are starting to right themselves again. Here's the thing that's going on now. And it's this. They, there's a new character involved. And there's a new thing happening right out in front of my house. So they've moved... Generally speaking, they parked all their cars in front of their place. Over this weekend, I went out on Saturday to go get some food. And I walked. It was like I was walking onto the set of a movie. In that these guys, have, I, I didn't, you know, I was groggy. I wasn't paying attention. I just didn't expect to see this. Usually it's pretty quiet in my neighborhood. In front of my house were three cars all parked right in front of my house. Doors open. And all of these dudes that are normally over next door were suddenly Right in front of my house. Like like seeing a celebrity up close. It was. Yeah. It was. The tracksuit guy was right there. Like we made eye contact. I made eye contact with the tracksuit guy. He was real. Yeah. And it it seemed a lot more. I don't know why. Just moving like halfway down the block. It just seems 
there's something different going on. No, I, I totally agree. And and so they're the, getting bolder too if they're doing that in front of your house. Well, and that's the thing. Like they were all in front of my house, and they were just hanging out there directly in front of my house. Why I do not know. And they're all kind of looking at me like I'm the one that's out of place. It's like, why? I live here. Like, what, what am I doing wrong? And technically, they're on the street. They're not on my property. But it's strange just to see them doing this. And so they're all hanging out, having some kind of some kind of time, all talking and chatting back and forth and moving things like around in the cars. I don't know what they were doing. I didn't want to act like I was looking too much. I felt like it was one of those things like, okay, no, don't look too much. we made eye contact. Don't look like I'm paying too much attention. Like, look the other way. Mind your own business. Don't look. Don't look. What are they shifting around in there? I want to look really bad, and I try to, like, glance, but don't look. So I walk on down towards where my vehicle was, and I pass this other guy. This is the new guy that's really bothering me. Okay. Okay, there's something going on here. Have you ever seen uh, Eastern Promises with uh, Vigo, uh, Vigo Mortensen? Wait. Vigo Mortensen? Yeah, Vigo Mort- Mortensen. Uh, no. I don't okay. think so. It's a movie where he plays a Russian gangster. Of course it is. Yeah. Look up Viggo Mortensen, Eastern Promises. And look at what he looks like in this. And how he looks. And it, it is. It's a very good movie. It's being noted in the live chat. See how he looks there. Oh, God. Yes. He is a very convincing person. And I, it was Viggo Mortensen's cousin, I swear, that was sitting in a truck outside of my house. And he, this big Bronco, like a big, it, was, it wasn't even a truck. It was a giant Bronco. Of course. And he was sitting there, and he had the door open. And he looked like, like the casual version of maybe Viggo Mortensen from Eastern Promises. But he's sitting there, and his hair's like done up just like that. Like and all slicked back. All slicked back. And he's smoking a cigarette with the door wide open and just staring at me as I walk oh, by. Oh, God. And, and I didn't know what to do. Like, I was looking at him like, oh, my God, this is, this is so stereotypical right here. Like, like, this is a stereotype, but it's actually happening right in front of me. The only thing that the he's rest- missing is, like, swigging from a bottle of vodka. Yeah, that's all he needed. Yeah, vodka. Like, like, I don't know what else he could have had. You know, I mean, <laughs> that's it. That, yeah, that, that really would have completed it. Because, uh, I mean, I, he had tattoos. I'm assuming it was all Voivizakone or some crap, you know, the Russian code thing. Um so, so I'm walking by, and I, I, I probably looked too long. You look too long. You have a kind of a staring no, problem. I do not have a staring you problem. You do. You think you're getting away with things, but you look a little too long a lot. You always oh. get caught. You get caught peeping a lot. I do not get caught peeping a lot. Mm. Hey, I'm not a peeper. I'm an observer. Like, I'm very observant. At things that are going on around yeah, I me. I don't think you're an observer. I think you're a peeper. I'm not a peeper. I am not a peeper. You've I'm not admitted, going on a property. You're a self-admitted peeper. You've talked I'm about being a, a peeper. I'm not a self-admitted peeper. No, I said if I'm walking down the sidewalk, you know, I figure whatever I see, that's what I see. I'm not like intentionally staring at windows. I'm not going on to people's property. But hey, if you're putting on a show at your window, you know, that's I'm gonna I'm gonna walk by, and if I glance over there, it's not my fault. It just happened. It just happened. I'm okay. on the I'm on the street. Anyway. This guy, uh, I did look too long, and he looked at me long enough. Did he, like, that, smile or anything? Oh, oh no. Oh. Oh, no. There was no smiling. There was no smiling at all. And, and I looked at him, and, you know, it was clearly I looked too long to where I made, made the point to where he noticed that it was like that split second too long. Oh, boy. It was like, okay, 
now we're both aware of each other and we're aware of each other's presence. And I moved from just being like the guy that lives in that it's house. It's like making eye contact with a bear or something, Greg. You don't do that. I know. I know. I was thrown off. I was tired. I wasn't paying attention. It was just, you know, thrown into the mix of it. And now this dude, uh, they're aware. They're aware of my existence now. I mean, not that they weren't before. But I don't, I'm not sure what's going on. The shift of this new character... Um, and now his name is going to be Viggo Mortensen from Eastern, Eastern Promises. That's just that's call him Viggo. That's v- who he is. Viggo Mortensen from Eastern Promises. You have to say the whole thing. I think I don't oh, know. Okay. I'm debating it. Okay. Anyway, now I'm I'm known. I'm a known quantity, and now I'm wondering what that means for me. A, why were they in front of well, my that house? That means you should have never made eye contact. I shouldn't have, but it's too late. It's too late. You know, they were in front of my. I didn't know. I didn't realize it. So now, what I want to know is, what do I do now? Now that they know me, like there's no going back. Just never look at them again. That's what I when I've made accidental eye contact with yeah, somebody I'm not they, supposed to. What if they keep hanging out in front of my house? Because I don't want this thing going on in front of my house. Whatever it is they're doing, you know. Well, then you need to assert your dominance. You need to like do more things out in your yard. You need to yeah. maybe, like mow your lawn some more, or like sit on your front porch. Like mm-hmm. claim the space as your own. Okay, but here's the thing with the meth heads that worked. I knew how to handle them because clearly I can outsmart a meth head. That's not going to be an issue. These guys, this is a different kind of thing. These guys aren't meth heads. You know, they're, it's just a different, it's a different animal altogether here that I'm dealing with, a different kind of situation. And I just don't know if it's, if trying to intimidate the potentially Russian gangsters um, is the best move for me. Or do I become friends with them? Do I need to go the other route? No. Where I need to come out there and be like, you in know, no world does the story turn out better. Da, you know, and then I'll try to like learn some when Russian. You befriend your Russian gangster neighbors. I mean, it's, I think it might be my only option. Like, I befriend them, like Dobrodan, you know, and I'll, I'll sit outside and drink vodka, and they'll think, okay, he's cool. Uh, we're not going to mess with this guy. Or they'll guy. think that you're like making fun of them. No, I'm not going to make fun of them. I'll get a tracksuit. I'll like wear them? a tracksuit. Yeah, I'm going to start wearing tracksuits. Yeah, and I'll get some vodka, and then they'll be like, oh, all right, he's cool. Let's not mess with this guy anymore. You know, and then Viggo Mortensen from Eastern Promises will leave me alone and I'll be all right. Because I'm just afraid I'm going to come home one day and he's going to be standing on my front porch. You know, it's like, what did you see? And I'm like, I had nothing, nothing. Here's some vodka. Like, I don't know. I don't know what to do. You know, and then is that a stereotype? He's like, I do not drink. I'm like, oh, fuck. I'm really nervous about this. Yeah, clearly. well, I don't think that you should do anything about it because anything that you do is probably going to be the wrong thing. I think I've got to f- befriend him. That's what I've got to do. I've got to start acting like them. And that's my only way that I'm going to survive, I think, is what it comes down to. I'm marked, You're obviously. not Russian, though. That's I'm marked. The, the bottom line is, even if you pretend to be Russian yeah. and you buy a tracksuit... I'm going to get a tracksuit today. And you guzzle vodka yeah. because that's not at all like, I'll grow a, a, ponytail. a rude stereotype. I'll grow a ponytail like the other guy, mm. you know? Um, yeah, I'll get, get a ponytail. I'll walk around with my, uh, my tracksuit on. Yeah, that's, I think it's the only way I'm going to be able to uh, make it through this. This is what I'm worried yeah, about. Yeah, Keelan's... Uh, succinctly pointing out there's no scenario which just ends with them saying oh he's cool <laughs> <laughs> well that's where it is perhaps somebody has some advice for me if you could email me and i won't even read your email on the air if you don't want us to um, but i could use some advice on what to do in this situation greg i already give you advice do nothing yeah but see i but i don't i don't like that happening in front of my house what them sitting there them existing as russians i don't know what they're doing i don't know what they're up to but are, are they on your property no, not technically, but it is all in front of my property. 
They've they've shifted. They've shifted. I think shifted that you should assert your dom- dominance. I'm saying I think that you should get a tracksuit, walk out there. No, and, do not get a tracksuit. That is the boy. No, don't get. A should I learn suit. some Russian? I'll try to learn some more Russian. Okay, so assert my dominance. So threaten them. No, don't threaten them. But like, sit on your porch and be like, "This is my space." Okay. Okay. All right. All right. I'll try to threaten them then. Don't, I'll try to do that. No, not with like verbally, just with the, an intimidating presence. Yes, because you're so large and intimidating. Uh-huh. So I'll stare him down a little bit. I'll no, stare do down Viggo Mortensen from them. Eastern Promises. Just sit on like pull, pull a chair out on your front porch and like sit out there and read a book and like have a beer and just like mm-hmm. and just say like, "Hey, this is my area." Mm-hmm. Like if you're going to be talking, hey guys, no, don't even talk to them. I'm hey saying, Vigo, oh, this is my area. Okay, Abby says show him who's boss. All right, I got to stand up for myself. Okay. Cool. Maybe I'll li- like. Should I get some weights and bring them out onto the front porch and like lift weights out there, like show off some some muscles or something? I'll start doing that kind of thing. All right, I'm going to think this through. So, uh, <laughs> Mr. Jakey says, "Beat it, Vladimir." <laughs> I don't. I don't know if that's necessarily the right way. All right. Well, anyway, send me some advice. We need to go to break because our guests are here, um, and we have our wonderful guests, the Portland Beersmen, that are going to be joining us. Mm-hmm. Uh, before we go to break, should we do this uh, oh, real quick? Yes, because yes, I yes, need yes. to apologize for something. Because uh, this person wrote for me to say happy birthday to another person. Many moons Many ago. moons ago, and we didn't get to it last week. And, and by we, we mean Greg, because uh, Greg can't Yeah, it's me. Mm-hmm. Um, Raheem wrote in and asked us to wish a happy birthday to Hannah. Hannah! Hello. Happy, happy birthday. Happy birthdays. We were so sorry we, we dropped s- the ball. We screwed up. Raheem didn't. It was yeah. our fault. No, Raheem gave us plenty of notice. He gave plenty of and notice. And we just got a little sidetracked. And then week. I didn't do it. And I'm sorry. So you get an extra and birthday. We, I mean, Greg. Yes. All right. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Hot damn right. All right. Thank you very much. And we are going to go to break here in just a moment while Sarah pulls up the transition sounder that we use to go to break. Uh, Back in a minute with Portland Beardsman. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Fun Employment Radio. And we are joined now by the Portland Beardsman. Three of them. Wow, you, you really just did it. You committed. <laughs> I like that Greg gets really Greg is really excited about this. I'll y'all. <laughs> well, how are you guys doing? Amazing. Good, good. Yeah. How's like your day going intro. so far? Pretty good. good. It's sunny just out. Enjoying some, some yes. weather. Oh yeah. We should introduce everybody here first, uh, Sarah. And to my right, it's Danny. Danny Buki. Danny. And Hi, let's, Danny. let's just go on down the line here. So I adjust this. Oh hey, Madeline. <laughs> <laughs> And I'm Lauren. Awesome. Perfect. So you might hear that there are a couple lady voices here because the Portland Beardsmen are people of every gender. And it's a celebration in tutus and for Mother's Day and for charity, actually. So this is what this is happening this Friday, May 12th. This so tell Friday. So tell us a little bit about uh, what the Beardsmen are and what you guys do. Basically, we're a beard club who we try to raise as much money as we can for as many different charities as we can by doing all kinds of goofy things. And one of the things we do every year is this Beards and Roses tutus thing <laughs> where uh, we, get, uh, we get sponsored by Bloke Flowers and they give us these just gorgeous flowers and we deliver them to moms at their works. We always do it the Friday before Mother's Day. Awesome. That way we can embarrass them at work and, you know, <laughs> stuff like that, catch them at home and sing and dance for them and do whatever. So it's a lot of fun. So yeah. when people order... Um, 
you know, a beardsman, a, beard, a beards person to come and bring flowers to their mom. Do, you, do they get to like request if they want you to sing or dance? Or oh, yeah, yeah. Or, on our order form, we have a spot where they can write in like request like a certain person or like I would love it if you would dance for my mom. Or last year, <laughs> last year I had to do with a robot in the middle of this hair salon for this old grandma getting her hair done. That's oh, awesome. Was it like walking in there with all the other oh, ladies? I just like, brought in any... a little Bluetooth boombox and just started just. <laughs> Popping and locking in the middle of it. Yeah. I mean, Did they know what was going on? They had or? no clue. There were so many confused grandmas. Just like, who is this guy? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> there, what's the most far-fetched thing that people have asked you, like any of you to do, like in, in the request box? And they're like, all right, you're already in a tutu. What else do they want you to do? The boombox robot thing sounds yeah. pretty extreme. I like it. Uh, I think last year we had to do like an interpretive dance. Oh, um, right. I think it was... Like wind beneath my wings or something, and they wanted us to <laughs> song. Yeah. sing for them and do an interpretive dance. It was pretty fun. Beautiful. Now, now oh. can people pick how many how many people they want to come out to this, or do you like hire by one? Like, how does it work when you go to order something? I mean, it kind of depends on how many orders we get. Like, if we okay. have a ton of orders, then you know they're gonna, they're not going to be as big a groups. But like, gotcha. it, it, it just depends on how many orders we get. But usually, usually you get about you know three to four beardsmen, if not more, per delivery. So that's awesome. <laughs> yeah. and, and we prefer it if we have a ton of orders. So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. order away. Yeah. So you're not. So you're okay with going by yourself if you have to. Absolutely. Oh, no, yeah. we have no shame. Oh. <laughs> I envy that. You're also fearless. I would be so terrified to do that. Yeah, I will load up the back of my car with mm-hmm. twelve bouquets and deliver oh, yeah. all of them if I had to. Yeah, and I actually never have to go by myself because my son Gavin goes with me. Oh, oh nice. Yeah. So Resplendent have, in a tutu. Yeah, yep. little four year old in a tutu. Oh my god. Okay. <laughs> little Batman tights last year. It was great. And Don't he has he has matching leggings for mine this year and a matching tutu. Oh so. my god. All right. That is that's, awesome. That is the best. <laughs> so maybe for anybody who doesn't know about the Portland Beardsman, like just to backtrack a little bit and talk about the organization itself, like the origins. I know you've been on the show plenty <laughs> of times, but for newer listeners who may not know what that yeah. is. I mean, like I said, we're pretty much just a group of people and like – A fun-loving charity. Yeah. A fun-loving yeah. social <laughs> club is if you want to – what do you want to call it, I guess? Yes. Yeah, we formed in 2012. Okay. And we call ourselves a facial hair appreciation club, essentially. <laughs> yeah. Um, a lot of our stuff good. is competitions, which you guys have been involved with last oh, they're year and always this year. So much so, fun. Yeah. Um, always raising money for charity is always the emphasis. Um, so whatever money we make, we give back to charity. Um, this year is Breast Friends for Beards and Roses. Um, mm-hmm. They give support to women going through uh, breast cancer treatment. It's wonderful. I mean, not that they're going through the treatment, yeah. but you're yeah. supporting yeah. them. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I actually got to go to their gala the other night, and these women are some of the strongest, most amazing women I have ever met in my life. Oh, wow. They are, I mean, the things that they do to support each other and the things that they do to help women to make sure they don't have to go through the fight alone, it's just above and beyond. Just the they sweetest, are nicest bunch of people you've ever met. They're That's so, so great. great. Yeah. 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 We always try to choose local charities to like the Portland area. Um, just we want to have a personal connection with them. Mm-hmm. And Breast Friends has been a really amazing Mm-hmm. Choice for that's that. wonderful. So. That's so fantastic, you know, mm-hmm. to help out like that. And so that's why when people order this, they're not only getting an awesome presentation from you guys showing up and delivering flowers, <laughs> also but helping you're, out an incredible charity. Yeah, yeah. But helping out a charity yeah. too. That's a that's a win win. Oh yeah, every situation we do is right always there. for charity. So, it but really we have fun doing it. Yeah. You know? yeah. 
Yeah, you guys, I just look at, you're fun. We know you. You guys are fun. And the, the way the, the community kind of embraces us while we're out just looking ridiculous. Oh, and, yeah. I love yeah. seeing, like, random beardsmen, like, around town. When I oh, know no. that the day is coming, I yeah. look for the two oh, yeah. And yeah. I'll, yeah. See, I'll see you guys wandering around. No, the best is when you walk into, like, a restaurant or a bar or something. You just see everybody just, like, they're like, look at that guy over there. What is this dude doing? You know, you try to play it off, but then every once in a while you got to do a little flashy thing for them and. <laughs> With the boombox and the robot. Oh, yeah. 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 yeah, I mean, at the gala the other night, everyone was in cocktail attire, and we were in tutus. <laughs> <laughs> so it's it's really fun. With cocktail attire, kind yeah. of. Well, I wore a bow tie, so oh, yeah. I figured that's, 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 oh, that's yeah, super that's classy. Yeah, yeah. Classy. Absolutely. So for the Mother's Day, does, does it have to necessarily be a mother that people get uh, a bouquet of flowers for? Absolutely no, Actually, not. Uh, this year is pretty fun. We're doing a, um, a adopt-a-mom thing that's a lot of fun where, like, single moms and stuff like that where, like, you know – we we raise money and give them some flowers and I don't know. Oh, oh that's, that's cool. Yeah, so yeah. Re- yeah. Currently, we have three moms, three mom, three moms <laughs> that we have adopted that we'll be delivering to. Oh, yeah. And so, mm-hmm. um, yeah, we have sponsors for them already, but we are always willing to find more people that want to donate money so we can you know cheer up a mom's day who might not otherwise get anything for Mother's Day. That's yeah. wonderful. Like a young single mom that you know yeah. is. Working her hardest and maybe, you know, doesn't have the family support, you know. Yeah, or even a single dad who is does both jobs, mm-hmm. a mother and a father. Oh. Yeah, we would yeah. totally deliver to men, too. Oh, yeah, that's awesome. Absolutely. That's very cool. It's all for charity, so, yeah. yeah. Moms, grandmas, sisters, wives. I mean, we'll deliver flowers to a good dog parent. We, it's, <laughs> yeah. it's all for a little fur babies. Oh, I do a little fur babies. What's the farthest away that you'll deliver? Um, I mean, last year, the furthest we went was, what, like St. Helens or something like that? Oh, yeah. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. St. Helens. And then we also do, like, um, parts of, like, Vancouver, Washington and Battleground area, kind of like that. We went up to Brush Prairie last year. Yeah, Brush Prairie and stuff. Yeah, so it's kind of all over. Basically, it's, you know... Portland Metro. Portland Metro, Metro, you know, Gladstone, Oregon City, Corbett. I mean, really just... For the most part, if you order from us, we will try to find someone to get it there. I mean, the money's for such a good cause. Why yeah. not? Yeah. Awesome. The majority of our club is pretty spread out throughout Portland. So it's like, odds are we probably have somebody that lives in that area so yeah. they can make a delivery. And yeah. So, so how does one become a Portland Beardsman? Like if someone's listening to this and they're like, wow, I kind of, that sounds like something I want to be involved with. Is it open for membership? Basically, if you show like, up. yeah, you show up. <laughs> basically, Real if you, exclusive. Yeah. If you want to hang out and help raise charity and, you know, have an occasional adult beverage so often, then yeah, you're in. Yeah. Every, yeah. every Monday we meet at the Greeley Avenue pub. On Greeley and Killingsworth. Mm-hmm. It's North right Portland. by the Adidas campus. Yeah. And, oh, yeah. 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 And we are yeah. one of many uh, clubs that do accept women as full-fledged members. Mm. And really, I think our categories are usually the most popular. The <gasps> they are. Events. They're my favorite. Oh, my yeah. God. Yeah, oh, at the beard competitions? Yeah, yeah. the build yeah. a beard like categories. The build a beard. Build yeah. a beard, yes. yeah. Yeah, what are the craziest things that you've made beards out of? Because I've seen, I mean, everyone's so creative. Lauren, I think, is like our whiskerina champion. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, she's pretty solid. Yeah. Yeah. Um, last weekend, just two days ago, I was in Boise, and I made a like carnival circus themed beard, which was pretty fun. So I did like raffle tickets and lollipops and circus <laughs> animals, and that was pretty cool. 
I'm looking this up right now. We don't discriminate, though. We also have guys that participate in that category, yeah. too, you know, because of their jobs. You know, they have to shave or something like that. Perhaps uh, like somebody in here right now who doesn't have a beard. <laughs> I didn't want to say anything, there. but I mean, you know. <laughs> <laughs> the beard impaired awesome. right now. Oh, that's okay. We're still friends. We're still friends. Yeah, I mean, really, anyone who wants to come out, have a good time with us. Yeah. yeah. Help us raise money for charity and just has a general good attitude That's about yeah. life. Yeah. 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 I will say, you know, having having hung out with a lot of the Beardsmen, it is a fun group. <laughs> I mean, seriously. Yeah, it's like that is a fun, inclusive, <laughs> positive, yeah. yeah, just all of it. Sometimes loud, you know. Yeah. It's no, we want you to have as much fun as we're having, basically. <laughs> yeah. so. I mean, usually loud, but... Yeah. yeah. In the best way possible. Yeah. It is awesome. I'd, I'd actually be scared if we were quiet. <laughs> <laughs> That's when you know something's yeah. wrong. That would be yeah. creepy. Yeah. Why aren't they talking right now? <laughs> That would be scary, someone quietly approaching you in a tutu, like, here are your flowers. Yeah. I was just saying that when we were walking up here, and I was watching Danny walk through the alley, and I was thinking, uh, I don't know how safe I'd feel with a giant guy in a tutu walking up. <laughs> <laughs> so if folks want to, well, when they want to, of course, because why wouldn't they? Do they just go to portlandbeardsman.com? Yeah, mm-hmm. portlandbeardsman.com, and we have a link to the ordering page. We're having it through Eventbrite. So you just go in, choose your bouquet, small or large, and then you can put in there, you know, you when want you it, want it delivered, if you want, like, If you want a special morning. request, like if you want us to do the robot in a hair salon, mm-hmm. or <laughs> if you want to request a specific beardsman, you can, and like yeah. that. And uh, I believe Thursday is the last day you can order, because we're going to be delivering them on Friday, so. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Right, so, I mean, so. really, who doesn't want someone to show up in leggings and a tutu? And, uh, yeah. They yeah. not. Yeah. 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 Seriously. Just, and it must be fun to be part of such a thing where that probably takes catches people off guard and makes their day. Oh, it's a oh, lot. Yeah. yeah, and we've actually um, spread out across the state. Um, our One of our sister clubs in Bend, Oregon, mm-hmm. the Central Oregon Mustache and Beard Society, they're doing... Or Combs. They're doing <laughs> oh, the, nice. yeah. okay. the Bend Beards and so, Roses. So, we, so they're we've challenged them oh, yeah. to see yeah. if they can make more money than us. So, you know, if you're listening, this is a contest. We have to win. You have yes. to. Yes. They have to. Yes. And yeah. also, uh, we have another sister club up in Vancouver, Washington, the Van Wall Razor Haters, who help us out. They pretty much cover the Vancouver deliveries and stuff for us. Van Wall awesome. Razor Haters. The Van Wall <laughs> Razor Haters. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, so, you know, that's magic. We yeah. love to get fancy and make complete goofballs of ourselves. That's yeah. perfect. Yeah, yeah. let's and that's Yeah, any questions, you can check out our Facebook page or email portlandbeardsman at gmail.com. And you can also, also see the list of our sponsors who have just been amazing. These people help it so we can give more money to charity and not have to pay for you know, so much of the back end. And yeah. all of our leggings were actually donated by Lou LaRoe. <gasps> oh, I love so, leggings. Uh, our friends, <laughs> yeah, like our friends Dara and Tamara oh. gave us all leggings. We got to have a great fashion show. Oh, I want to see the leggings. See awesome. these? They're so cute. Oh, those are so cute. We should take a picture. And, yeah, well, of course, yeah. duh, we need a picture. Yeah, I mean, there has to be a visual. Picture. We can't be talking <laughs> no. about all this magic. No. Yeah. <laughs> that'll that'll go up on the website. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you so much for coming in, too, and, and talking about this. Thank just you again for having us. I mean, it's just really, really cool. Yes, and we're super looking forward to the beard competition. We are looking forward to having it. Yay. Yeah, we'll have to make sure to come back and Talk promote about that. Oh, yeah. So yeah. yeah. That was so Definitely. much fun last year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. It's going to really be even more we fun doing, this year. Learned. Yeah. I yeah. Know. Is the thing that you were telling me about going to happen, maybe? Still, maybe. Not sure yet. Not sure. So I don't want to say anything yet. No, so. absolutely. Okay. But crossing okay. fingers. Crossing fingers. We'll yeah, talk sure. about that another time. Yeah. 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 
if but, it happens, or if it doesn't, then we'll never talk about it. So there we go. <laughs> All right. <laughs> beard secrets. <laughs> Let me tell you my beard secrets. <laughs> yeah, don't say that while you're walking down the hallway. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or hire them and make him say that. <laughs> yeah. Make him whisper. Yeah. No, I got no shame. I'll do it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it depends what you're into. Maybe yeah. you don't like that kind of thing. Never floats your boat. <laughs> so portlandbeardsman.com. Go there. Order your flowers now. So order by Thursday. Yeah, Thursday will be Thursday. the last day. Thursday's this Thursday. Cut off. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, get your order in for that. Awesome. Thank you so much. This Thank is you. awesome. Yeah. Thank oh. you for having right. me. Thanks for oh, having us. Nice. Uh, hell yeah. All right, let's go to break. We'll be back in a minute with more Fun Employment Radio. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. There we go. The Portland Beardsmen right here on Fun Employment Radio. Oh, they're so great. They are a fun group of people. Like, they just are. They make me want to dig back out my tutus. Remember when I had my tutu summer? You did summer? have a tutu summer. I did have tutu summer years Whatever ago. happened with that? I still have them. Yeah. I just kind of faced You wore a tutu every single day for the summer. Yeah, I did. Yeah. I was I was committed to I still have them. They're just hung up in my closet. Yeah. That was back in the days when the we were doing the show out of my house. Mm-hmm. Like you were you would show up every every day in a tutu. Yeah, yeah that's true. Yeah. I would wear like, yeah, my, my fries boots and a tutu. Mm-hmm. Yep. And more than that, clearly, but that was like yeah. the basic those were the outfit staples. Yep. Yep. Maybe I'll bring the tutu back. Are you going to circle it back around? Maybe I should. It's been a okay. few years. Okay. So it might be a tutu right. summer for you. Might be tutu summer. Okay. It is going to be bolo tie summer again. I just got Isn't a cu- every summer bolo tie summer for you, Pretty though? Pretty much, yes. Yeah, but I, I, say, I don't think got, I feel like that's exclusive. I got a new bolo. I love bolo ties. I think they're the perfect, you, you really world's do. perfect necklaces. You, you really do. And I just got a new one. It's a, it's like a big fake uh, turquoise stone in it. Super cool. Excited. Awesome. Yeah. Well, congratulations. Look, yes, yeah, so I look forward to seeing that all summer. This was good. I'm going to have a big tan line. Just yeah, so you a bolo tie? Little, I'm going to have a bolo tie tan line. A bolo tan. All right. Don't. don't got, why I don't you know. try to do that? I don't know where we're going know, with that. Let's do some world of crazy. It. All right. I'm getting it. Hang on just a second. Okay. All right. Sarah's going to go ahead and take care of that. Thank go? you, everybody, for tuning in. Um, I do want to say while we're doing this, a big thank you to one of our sponsors. And I wanted to make sure that we got this in here because next adventure has been a longtime sponsor of Fun Employment Radio, and we really do appreciate their sponsorship. And I'm saying this because it's getting to be nicer weather. We're starting to slowly, maybe, around the country, transition into summer weather. And that means it's time to get all your gear prepared. Because I want to do some camping. I want to be up in the woods a lot. I do, too. I feel like like last summer was really short. Yeah. And we yeah. didn't really get a, a chance. And I know that this is going to be like a nice, warmer summer. Mm-hmm. I want to go out camping as well. And I need to get some new camping stuff. Yes. And the next adventure is the place to go get that, Sarah. So there's the main store here in Portland on the corner of Stark and Grand. But then there's also, the, which is great. I mean, if you live here in the Portland area, I highly suggest going there because personally, I can spend hours walking through and looking at everything. Oh, me um, too. And the bargain basement is like the coolest thing. They've got a bargain basement in there. They've got, and the people there are, and I want to emphasize this because at a lot of places, especially if you don't go camping much or if you don't go, you know, if you go shop at a store and you don't do those activities very much, but you're interested, sometimes uh, sales reps can be, uh, I'm just going to say it. Yeah. Assholes. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, especially, okay. well, no, I've had that experience though, going to places where I'm like, oh, okay, too. I'm. I want to go do this kind of camping, and I don't have the right tent, and I don't know the lingo I'm supposed to know, or things like that. And um, you can go to Next Adventure, and they aren't assholes. No. They're nice. Because you're not intimidated. They're like, yeah. You don't get intimidated by the fact like that if you have to ask a question, because I hate going to places where you feel they make you feel like an idiot. Because yeah. It's like, no, I'm here to shop you at your know. place. Exactly. Yeah, and I don't, I'm not knowledgeable. You are knowledgeable. 
be nice to me. And that's what Next Adventure, they're nice. Mm. They're, they're cool. You can ask them anything. That's the best way to put it. Yeah. They'll walk you through uh, from the very beginning to, to complete expert. Whatever level you are. They don't make you feel are, like an idiot. They do not make you feel like an idiot. <laughs> we'll submit that. Maybe that'll be their new tagline. Probably not. They, I think they're pretty good at it themselves. But Next Adventure. I think they've branded themselves pretty well. I think well. they've done all right for themselves. You know, that, that, that little business that's been around for 20 years. <laughs> Nextadventure.net. Go there. Shop now. They're great. The end. The end. Oh, hello, my friends. My name is Sarah Excellen. Welcome to my world of crazy. Crazy. First up, Greg, would you... I, I know you're very particular about the foods that you eat. And uh, yes. I want to ask you if this is something you'd be interested in. Okay. Would you eat a caffeinated bagel? Uh, an espresso bagel, a bagel like with espresso caffeine in it. flavored, or like it's a bagel designed just to consume caffeine. Uh, let's see. So it says, uh, so it's a Colorado-based bagel chain has added. Let's see, enough caffeine to equal a typical shot of espresso into each bagel. No, uh-uh, no. There's okay. something about it. It's just no. Oh, so we have this here, Einstein Brothers. That's the one that uh, re- that bought out uh, the other chain. I can't remember that. Was yeah, really yeah. Good. Um, and so they have just announced the creation of Espresso Buzz Bagel. So it contains 32 milligrams of caffeine. Uh, so it's offering a breakfast sandwich version of this. So I don't know if it doesn't specify what the bagel tastes like, but it says that it's that it has caffeine in it. So maybe it's so just you can a plain... eat a breakfast sandwich and get caffeine. Yeah. So instead of drinking uh, coffee, no, that there's feels something, creepy. There's something weird about it to me. Mm. Um, okay, looking here in the chat. Uh, Sumon Wood, Small Wonder Wood. Edward says caffeine has no taste, but they said it's espresso. So maybe it's flavored espresso? I don't well, know. Well, it says it's called the espresso caffeinated bagel. It says it has the caffeine of what's found in a shot of espresso, but it doesn't say that it tastes like espresso. Oh, okay. Uh, no, I still... There's something strange about it to me that it's in... And I don't know why. I mean, logically, it, it ultimately, that's the same with a lot of different things. But I, I feel like the caffeine in a bagel doesn't make sense. Yeah, it, does, it just makes you kind of uncomfortable. Yeah, yeah, it does. It, it remember, makes me uncomfortable. Did you ever try that uh, caffeinated water? No, huh. okay. no, I didn't like that either. It, that kind of bothered me. It was weird. So we had them as a sponsor years ago uh, when I was doing the Rick Emerson show, and I would drink some, and it just made me. It's so odd because I would drink it, it would make me jittery. I think it's more. It just feels wrong. Yeah, I think it's just I know how to regulate. I've been around long enough. I know what I'm eating and what what can regulate, or, or how to regulate what I'm drinking or consuming. Like, I know how many cups of coffee do this to me, you know, do what to me. I know how many drinks do this to me. Mm-hmm. Bagels, I don't know. That throws it out the window. I, I'm not like I'm going to eat a ton of bagels, but you put the caffeine in there. Then what, do I drink one less cup of coffee? Or is it, ugh. Oh, my god. Too gosh. much math. Yeah, it does also yeah, come with a disclaimer. I'm upset. That says drinking a caffeinated beverage with your caffeinated bagel will also result in higher lever- levels of caffeine Yeah, no. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. Just I don't want to do it. No, I just don't like it. me over there. I just don't like it. Okay. Uh, Rick's saying, how would Greg eat a big a bagel? I highly doubt he would eat cream cheese. A little bit. Real light cream cheese. The light cream cheese and just a little bit on it. A little bit. Just a little bit. All right. Well, if uh, you do have an Einstein Brothers bagel or company. Dry. I like them dry, too. Where you live. Of course you do. God, you're, you're broken inside. If you have one near you and you happen to be a nurse, this is National Nurses Week. So uh, if you want to go to one of their locations on May 11th. You can get yourself your very own free espresso buzz bagel. Mm, no. Well, you're not a nurse, Craig, so you don't, don't have like to worry idea. about it. So we had the story last week. I think it was last week or the week before, where I was talking about how they were selling the designer clear plastic pants. 
And then there oh, were also, yes, that's right. And there were also the uh, designer dirty distressed jeans that were yeah, selling. That were like $400 or something. Well, now there is a new product, but not pants. This is shoes that have been designed by Neiman Marcus. Now, this is a pair of sneakers that are being, uh, being sold by Neiman Marcus for $1,400. <laughs> and they're called the Future Destroyed High Top Sneaker. What? So they, they're basically sneakers that are designed to look like they've been destroyed by a dog. And they are going for $1,425 a pair. It, this has got to be a joke. It's called the Future Destroyed High Top Sneaker. Oh, my God. And So the white sneakers have been partially <sighs> shredded, or as the product description puts it, they were subjected to, quote, heavy distressing to reveal bright yellow stuffing inside of them. Oh. I hate people so much. I know, because you know that some jackass... Okay, but with this trend, though, of now rich people want to look like all their clothes are, are gross and being destroyed, can I go just buy a bunch of, like, $20 pairs of shoes at, like, Ross Dress for Less or something? And then, like... Oh, my God. <laughs> Yeah, say the full name. Oh, my just God. like Viggo Mortensen from Eastern Promises. It's Ross Dress for Less. Okay, that's that's just how it works. There's some things the that name. have to be completed. Baskin Robbins, thirty-one flavors. You know, what I mean, it's like it's got to be the same thing. Okay, Rain Man. <laughs> so, so uh, can I go buy though a bunch of shoes and just like beat the shit out of them, and then turn around and sell them for like I'll sell them for half the price, or maybe they like it that it's that expensive. They probably like the high price. I'll. I'll sell them for more. Yeah. It'd be like actual worn shoes, dollars uh, $1,600. Yeah, there Like you these go. were actually beaten up and chewed on by a dog. They were actually shredded by yeah. a real live dog. I'll borrow a friend's dog to like chew on them for a while and then, yeah, $1,600. Hmm. Do it, Greg. I want some of this rich people start money. Your, start your own fashion industry, Greg. Maybe I could. I mean, I want some of these rich people things. That is true. That's the weird thing about pricing stuff is sometimes if you set it too low, it looks yeah. as if your product's not quality. But then well, if you set it too high, people are more likely to buy it. See, me being a poor person, I'm, I'm always like, oh, well, it'll be a bargain. You can get it cheaper. They probably don't want a bargain. They want to pay more. They want mm. a reason to pay more. I will give them that reason. Actual worn shoes from a poor person who had them, uh, you know, kick the shit out of them and had a dog chew on them for a while. I'll run around the dog park. I'll throw them in mud. $1,600. Okay. That's a, that's a steal. That's a steal. That's yeah. A steal. We'll do a video for it. All right. Okay. Greg's just Rich sitting people. here thinking Give me about your money. how he's going to make his money. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's what we can do. I have a lot of old pairs of shoes. Maybe we can auction off our shoes. Yeah. I got a crossbow. We'll shoot holes in it. I still can't believe you have a crossbow. That seems just so ill advised. It's a small crossbow, but it's still a crossbow. Okay. All right. Well, I just realized what time it is. We've been going for a while. Um, so I'm going to do my last story, and it's about food because food is delicious, and especially it's, if it's pizza. You're hungry, are you? No. You didn't eat. You didn't eat enough today. I did. did well, I didn't eat enough today. You're right. I have. I. I did. <sighs> you have... got to start snacking. You need to. You need to snack more. Well, a pizzeria owner in California, which this is something that I would absolutely try. I want to know if it's something you would. A pizzeria owner in California has decided to challenge himself to make a gluten-free pizza made entirely out of cheese. (laughs) A pizza made entirely out of cheese. You want this so bad, don't you? I want this so bad. I've made this. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, how is it made entirely out of cheese? Well, I mean, if by pizza... It means... Is it just a chi- like burnt I mean, cheese that they put cheese on top of? I've actually done this before when I was trying to do like the low-carb kind of thing. 
where I got like mozzarella and pepperonis, <laughs> and then I just kind of melted them all together, <laughs> and then just ate blobs of che- like. It's so fucking good. So good. Oh, I don't know. It was so good. So what do you melt the cheese down and then that's the pan or that's the base? Yeah, so this guy so what he's doing, the, he didn't do it as classy as me, not with a microwave and mozzarella and some pepperoni slices. Uh, so <laughs> this guy his name is Vito. Vito Acopelli, owner uh, of the Hollywood Pizzeria Prova. So he calls this pizza the Mo Pizza. So uh, he said he was making fresh mozzarella for a pizza when he cooked up the idea to create the breadless pizza to avoid having any carbohydrates. So uh, what he did was stretching, uh, he stretched the mozzarella curds with a wooden spoon to make uh, to make the mozzarella and then flattening it into a round pizza dough shape. He then dipped the cheese in cold water to stop the stretching process and tops the pizza-shaped circle of cheese with basil, tomatoes, oregano, sea salt, and more mozzarella. Oh my God, that sounds amazing. <laughs> And then just bakes the whole thing? And then just bakes the whole motherfucking cheese pile. Ah. You really want this. You know I love cheese. I've got a cheese tooth, man. You do have a cheese tooth. I do have a cheese tooth. You know what? I found my new favorite cheese. I'm on a a cheese kick right now. You're always on a cheese kick. Well, yes, I know. My life is a cheese kick. But have you ever had Munster cheese? Um, It is delicious. I'm, I mean, I'm sure I have. Mm-hmm. I'm sure I have. I'm just saying that's my that's my new favorite. I couldn't I couldn't tell you right off the bat like what it tastes like. Well, I have so I actually brought some with me if you'd like to to try a slice. You have some Munster cheese is it in your pocket right now? No, it's in my bag. It's okay. right there. How long has it been unrefrigerated? For like a half hour. We've been doing the show longer than a half hour, okay, so I know like that's not hour. it. Wait, I left like, out cheese for now. Like, you lied, you, but, like, this is an easily provable you eat pizza I know that you've left out overnight because you've told me. This is how you work. Like, I, you, you I, just, I remember when you did this. And it's worse. I only love my cheese. Which, by the way, I think you're, like, totally neglecting the fact that I just offered you a delicious slice of cheese. And instead, you said it wasn't good enough because it's been out for an hour. I merely asked a question. And then you said, ew. It's longer than an hour, too. Again, like, this is easily provable that it's not been an hour. We've been yeah. doing the show longer. Monster has the red rind. Yeah, it has like the orange rind on the outside. Okay, it's real good. All right. Well, yes, I will try your cheese. All right. Do you want to try it now? Sure. Okay. We're doing live cheese testing on the air now. Live cheese tasting. All right, Munster. Munster. Okay. Is this like a? Is this a stinky cheese or is no, it a? No, it's a mellow. It's like a mellow? smooth, creamy. Yeah. Okay. Uh, see, see, look at me. I'm trying things here. You're so brave. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Is it good? It's very mild. Yeah, it's quite mild. Yeah, it's all right. Do you need a little saltier? You like a little more snap. You like a little like sharp. I like the sharp, and I like Swiss. I also like pepper jack. Yeah, I like cheeses. You like sharp. You like sharp. I like sharp cheddar. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. Well, there you yeah, go. It's not bad. Well, I wish I wouldn't have wasted you. a slice on you. You're welcome. Oh, it's been out. That's why we're crazy. Has it been in your bag since Friday? I just bought it this morning, Greg. Okay. Okay. Um, I did actually meet some when I was working yesterday. I did meet somebody who works in cheeses. Oh boy! Yeah. Did you talk to him about it? Talked to him about cheeses, but then I told him that um, that I like I go to Fred Meyer to like go and get my cheeses, and he got really angry because he's an independent cheese guy. Oh, he was and upset he about want this. Me going to corp, he's like, you need to support local cheese place. I'm like, okay, I'm sorry. I just 
You just thought you were talking about cheese. Huh? I just thought that we were talking about our mutual love of cheese, and then he got. A Does little... he have a cheese store or something? Or he's a cheese distributor. But how would you know where to go? I know. He I mean, ta- I'm not against supporting local. No, me places, either. Me either. You know? And like, so when he was telling me, he was saying these like really ornate French names. Like of places that he's like, you should go to us and like Yeah, but those aren't local cheeses. Yeah, and I don't know exactly I didn't know what he was talking about. I'm like, oh yeah, I should totally do that. I'm like, I'm not a foodie person. I'm just gonna buy cheese at the grocery store. Hmm. Yeah, I don't yeah. I don't understand where you would where you're you're supposed to go. I mean that does remind me of when I had to do the cheese testing in the uh at that grocery store out in Beaver. Oh yeah, where you had to wear the beret. God, that was horrible. <laughs> yeah, I had uh I had to stand there and Give out samples, and now all I had was like cue cards of what the cheese was. But everybody thought I was an expert, and then these old ladies would like question me about the cheeses. Well, they thought you were an like, expert because you were know. wearing a beret. They had to wear a goddamn beret. <laughs> oh, that was so embarrassing. Like I, I don't know, and then they get pissed if I didn't have the exact questions they wanted answered. I'm like, lady, oh I'm paid to do this for four hours. Like, I don't know. I showed up, they handed me cheese, and they gave me some cards. Like, I, you think I, you think the guy who makes the cheese is the guy that's in the store handing yeah. you samples on Sunday afternoon? You have to have the passion for no, cheese. No, that's not the guy on Sunday afternoon that's handing you samples of cheese. Mm-hmm. That's the guy who said, I need some extra money he's today. Out, he's and, out on his and, The cheese guy's out on his boat. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. He's not sitting and hanging out. I can't afford to buy that cheese either. I was like, this cheese is expensive. I can't afford this. Like, so no, I have not tried the cheese. Most likely the cheese tasting guy is not either. Yeah. So give him a break. And take the samples because they're there until they have take to get the rid goddamn, of all Take of them. as many samples. Yeah. Mm. That's why I was very liberal with the samples. I'm like, hey, you, you go ahead. No wonder he didn't get us back. One for you, one for me. Yeah, I did, did not. Did you ever send back your beret? No, I was supposed to keep it. No, they, I don't think. I don't know. No, I, I was never they, asked I don't back. think they reuse berets. Like, I would hope that not. That seems like a health thing. No, they, gave me, they had like a whole package of stuff. I don't even know what happened to all of that. God, that was embarrassing. Nothing, not that there's anything wrong with that. I mean, if that's what you do, it was just, it's not for me. It was not, yeah. I don't know anything about cheese, and I got annoyed really quick. So it wasn't the job. You were just annoyed. I did that take you some didn't, cheese no. with me, though. Well, of course you're supposed to take some pocket cheese. I took pocket cheese. I, I took a whole box of pocket cheese. Oh, God. <laughs> How did you That's do it? That's probably why I didn't get did asked Did you do back. it, uh, like, slowly? I was, okay. Or did so you just here's, take So here's what I did. We were getting towards, because they were just giving me, like, blocks of cheese on a needed basis, and then I would cut up the samples. Um... When we started getting closer to the end, because I was only supposed to be there for like, I don't know how many hours it was, whatever it was. So the, the end was coming up and I was like, there's no way I'm going to go through a ton of samples in this time. I'm going to cut up extra samples so that I know because they, they're not going to take the samples mm. back. So I cut up a whole bunch of extra samples. And when the time was up, I was like, well, these can't go to waste. Wow. Yeah. I game the system. That's what I did. <laughs> I showed them who's boss, Sarah. Wow, Greg. You sure did. I got one up on the. On the corporate masters that time. Good job. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call, 503-575-9120. Send us some cheese, 4110 Southeast Hawthorne. <laughs> Number 207, Portland, Oregon, 97214. Yeah, send Sarah some mail cheese. <laughs> uh, I don't know if I trust mail cheese. I don't know either. I don't know how long cheese lasts. I mean, people order cheese all the time. I mean, someone got us a summer sausage that one time. That was good. Summer sausage is delicious. It was so yeah. delicious. We also had that tin of nacho cheese. Yeah. Yeah, that we did. giant five pound. <laughs> yeah, we did. That is true. 
Well, that's our mailing address. If you want to care to send anything, <laughs> send send Sarah some cheese and some snacks. All right. Uh, Please don't send me cheese. I'm fine. <laughs> Funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call, 503-575-9120. Thank you so much, everyone, like we said, for tuning in to Fun Employment Radio. We really do appreciate it. You are all awesome. Thank you so much. Oh, wait, really quick, Sarah. Yes, I'm Sarah, one other what, thing. Like one other thing. There is an event this week, and we have to make sure that we let everybody know. Yes. We remind everybody that coming up on this Thursday, May 11th, is the final Fun Employment Radio Bingo Night. Oh, my gosh. It's going to be at the Landmark Saloon. 4847 Southeast Division. I'm just all addresses all the time. All addresses. Uh-huh. 4847 Southeast Division. Come on down there to Landmark Saloon this Thursday, 6 p.m., free to play. And join us for some bingo. Join us. Join us. Good to see you. Bridgeport Brewing and Milagro Tequila. Oh, I'm going to enjoy some tequila. I know you are. Yeah. Thanks, everybody. We'll be back tomorrow with more Fun Employment Radio. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. <laughs>